we've probably all been in a spot to apply for different awards. And and some of them are honestly kind of ridiculous. But none of the awards that I have received ever have mattered as much as the one when we were recognized as the best place to work by my team. Well, gosh, our guest today has been recognized as a best place to work in his community for every year he has been running his business. Yi Yang is the president of Summit Engineering. They are a leading provider of consulting engineering services for winery projects and other things throughout California. And he has an amazing story to tell. Yi Yang, welcome to How I Turned the Corner. Well, thank you, Kendra. Thank you for having me. So just give us a little bit of the background, because I know with your organization, you kind of grew up in that organization and then became the president during a really difficult time. And can you just share sort of the backstory of how how you got into Summit Engineering for us? Yes, of course. Um, I I grew up in, I was born in China, grew up, you know, teenagers. And then I came to this country when I was 14. And uh, I graduated from college uh, in Cleveland, Ohio and uh you know became an engineer in in 2001 i joined some engineering 20 22 years ago wow as a just entry-level project engineer and uh you know I, I thought wow what what a place to design wineries that's that never heard of that but fantastic place to work i later on found out and it's, and it's stayed uh, until now and um uh, so just working through uh uh working with the clients with with our people you know and then just grew into this role uh, over time. Um, I, I have always felt like I'm just happened to, you know, be the right place at the right time. You know, I just feel lucky my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly through working through projects and designing and, and helping clients learn a lot about how to, uh, you know, uh, how to treat our clients, treat our people over the years. And then uh, I thought, you know, I could probably uh, do something beyond just engineering. And uh, because I just love the people here. So that's, that's great. Know, so when did you? Yeah, when did you take over as the president? Uh, it was 2008. So the transition happened 2018. Okay. The outgoing president uh, stayed on for uh, almost a year, just just to you know handing things off. But the facial sort of a, a role changed with 2018. Okay. So then you now have this organization that's honestly been recognized as the best place to work for many years before you even were the president. And you've carried that on through. But I mean, you started leading during not the easiest time to become a leader. Yeah, you know, that's certainly true. I I remember that day, you know, this may be different in another part of the country, but in Northern California was, I think it was March 18th, uh, 2020 was the shelter in place day where I've never heard such thing before. And uh, immediately I went to sort of lockdown mode and uh, uh, remote working. And that was uh, a huge challenge. And I just, you know, essentially moved into this role uh, shortly before. And uh, you know, luckily we have some strong IT support to get us working remotely next day. Hmm. And uh, sure, the work continues, but continues. But what about the people? And I, I did, you know, worry a lot about how we're going to stay strong together as a team, the culture, you know, what's what what's there even left of culture if you if you don't even see each other so during that time uh i think a week or two after um i decided that i will make a, a weekly video of of me just speaking for a couple of minutes and it, it thinking back now I felt like wow of course you can go see people but at the time people were afraid to go outside a house if you recall mm-hmm. you know 
at least at least this part of the country. And, and so I made a weekly video, just kind of let people see me, hear me and talk about, you know, what's going on with the business, with our projects, our clients. And uh, I went, I did that for, I, you know, until we come back to the office, you know, a year or so later, you know, once a week, I, mean, I skipped a few, but for the most part, and, and um, I thought that was very useful. That's great. Yeah, no, it's a really good idea. And, and so can you tell us a little bit about what, I mean, what were some of the, what were some of the biggest challenges through that period that you experienced? And, and, you know, I mean, we, I think we all as leaders have what I sort of call head trash, where we sort of go into a situation thinking like, mm -hmm. I don't know how to do this and do, am I even the right leader to do this? Mm -hmm. And then, and then you, we all figure it out basically. Yeah. But you know, what, what happened for you during that period as, especially such a kind of newer leader in the organization? Yeah. You, you know, the, the, the part at the beginning I struggled with sort of the, the business end of things where, you know, I had to deal with PPP loans and, and, you know, you know, all sort of, uh, uh, HR related, you know, regulations that changes every day about whether it's testing policies or, you know, or stay home, work from home policies and, and remote working policies, all that stuff is new to me. And, and, it, you know, one of the thing I, I, that's, that was helpful that I had a, the peer group uh, and, you know, part of the reason why I came onto the show and then the Visage group that everybody in my group dealing with the exact same thing and we all help each other figure it out. So that was probably a huge part of that process, getting some peer support. Certainly, you know, uh, recommend any people in, in this position to have peer group if you don't already have one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we share how we handle remote working issues, how to handle uh, all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, uh, leave, uh, whether local or federal government, you know, leave uh, and also um, sort of business uh, operations. And, and once I kind of felt comfortable with that, you know, the, the, the thing that, that got me worried is that, well, are we going to ever see each other again? You know, of course, thinking back now, that's like kind of silly. By the time, who knows how long it's going to last? And, uh, you know, what about the office? Are we going to go back to the office? Are we going to be at home? Are people, are people happy? Are they healthy? Are they mentally healthy, physically? You know, so I've encouraged people to take a walk, you know, during the day, you know, wherever they live. And don't sit, you know, in your bedroom all day and get outside to, to the extent possible. Um, and uh, we try to have some outdoor gathering at the parks when, when those kind of uh, gathering begin to, to, to be permitted in, in here in Sonoma County. And, uh, you know, it was weird. We sit six feet apart from each other in a park. And, uh, you know, I, it was it was um, it was a bizarre moment thinking back now. I felt like, wow, what, what a difference. Uh, but we, we really tried to hang on to each other. And then I made a few uh, visits during that time. Uh, uh, actually, it was, I thought it was, it was interesting. I, I, I drove around to every employee's house. Uh, I gave them a heads up, of course. And then me and my wife delivered some pot of plants at one time. Uh, to every, it, was like a, it was a succulent plant, I remember, because I felt it will never die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, stand by the front door and to say hello. Mm, that's great. Uh, and, um, you know, trying to stay uh, in touch, you know, in yeah. that way. So now, now fast forward, right? Now we're through all of that. What are some of the things that you've seen change or, or stay the same in your culture? Yeah. You know, the, the work from home uh, notion has certainly taken root. I, I think we've all seen that. And um, it's difficult to take it back. And right. uh, I don't think we will ever do that. I mean, uh, it's foreseeable future that, 
the desire to work from home will, will stay with us, especially with the younger generation. They felt like this can do the work, so you can do the work anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what will stay the same is that we, we, we continue to have a work from home policy and allow people to do that. Because over the, the pandemic, they, they build these sort of uh, life habits, you know, it's a routine around work from home, and it's hard to change. And uh, so we allow people to work from home, uh, uh, you know, uh, during the week. And then um, and this sort of idea of talking to each other on screen, just, you know, gosh, think about three years ago, talking to each other on Zoom. It's like, why would I do that? I'll just drive over and talk to you. Right. Uh, but now it's just like, yeah, let's get on a call and solve some problems. That actually helped uh, to, to, you know, get things done quicker to some extent. Although, you know, I, I have my opinion about having Zoom meetings all day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we uh, all do. We get a yeah, little bad Zoom fatigue yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the things that probably, you know, certainly a change our culture, it's, it's, it's just that. It's that it, it, it's difficult to now say, hey, let's have a all staff meeting to, you know, you know, let's say have a happy hour, just, you know, part of a culture. And then that happens the day that where some people work from home. They just, they, they, you know, they try choose not to, well, let's just say that it's hard to get people together mm-hmm. uh, these days uh, for some fun time if it happened to be a work from home day for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've figured it out a little bit. Um, I, my team's a little bit smaller than yours, but we've um, always had a really flexible environment. And so when COVID hit, it wasn't really that impactful for us other than we just, we used to get together every Thursday morning for our team meeting. We'd be face to face, but that was really the only time that we were all in office. And so that of course just changed to Zoom. But now what we do, which has felt really good is we are still, you know, really flexible and we come together once a month. Once a month, we have a face-to-face team meeting where we make it more deliberately also like a team building activity mm-hmm. If we and then potentially a happy hour or dinner that night. So it's it's pretty scheduled. It's not ad mm-hmm. hoc or just, mm-hmm. you know, random, but it feels really good to all of us. Like it, it's yeah. worked really well and we have good. really strong culture still yeah. with that. It, it used to, you know, there used to be the time where after work, hey, let's go, let's go, you know, you know, let's stop by this place. And, you know, and then nowadays it's, you're right, it's had to be scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we try. Mm-hmm. So, so this last year, you just recently were recognized again in 2023 here as the best place to work. What were, what were some of the comments or some of the things that surprised you in the, the report that came out? Yeah. yeah. You know, there are good and bad. I'll be honest with you. Uh, so we, we actually use that, uh, uh, that data, uh, you know, as an important part of our you know management tool or, uh, um, we we'll look at the surveys, anonymous survey. There's there's numeric uh, results and there's uh, you know just uh, anonymous comments. Uh, we've been focused on communications in the past several years because even though we win the award, but the relatively lower score was on the communication part uh, from a few years ago because uh, you know related to uh, uh, letting the staff know the direction of the business or communicating clearly to the staff on what was expected. We tried really hard to do that, and that has improved over the year, which was really great. We have all staff meeting updates on strategic plans, have regular check-ins, and and uh, and and you know, and then one thing that never really quite surprised me, but perhaps I'm getting used to, is that people love the work we do. They they are so proud of the of the project we designed and the and the, the type of project we're associated with. And that's that's always been something I say. Hey, you know, no matter what we do, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing in terms of you know engineering. And uh, don't change that because that's why people came. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, one thing that is, uh, 
I wouldn't call it a surprise, but it's very eye opening is that the, the survey added a uh, mental health uh, 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 category. And it was not very good. I'll be honest with you. You know, winning, you know, having received the award is one thing, but also knowing that there are definitely a lot of, um, 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 hidden, I wouldn't say hidden, but now known kind of a, a mental stress issues in, in Mono staff, you know, whether to do with a workload or, you know, maybe it's a lingering of, of the pandemic, maybe just personal, you know, work. That's one thing I, I'm, I'm trying to focus on in 2024 is how to honestly put it simply, how to have some fun. So true. Gosh. I mean, when people have fun, it can seem like such a, I think a time suck, right? A lot of CEOs, I think say like, oh, why do we need to do that? These people are getting paid and, you know, we're not going to use our work time to do something fun, but I think it's a huge investment when you put some fun into into the day to day because yeah. I mean all work has some tediousness to it right. but when you're having fun it makes it not feel so tedious. Yeah. Yeah, we we have, you know, we're trying to uh, this morning I just had a, a, a email with our our controller she, you know, I said, "Well, we're going to double our fun committee budget. We have a fun committee." Okay. They have a budget every year and come up with events. We do like whether, you know, it's be simple as bowling, go see a hockey game, a baseball game, go you know, camping, whatever. And then, you know, the, you know, company pays for the expense, allows the employee to, to enjoy, you know, fun time outside of work. And, uh, you know, so, well, you know what, we're going to double down on that this year and uh, we're going to have more fun. Huh. So, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So what are things you do in, internally, just in, in yeah. you know, on site there for fun? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we have a, we have a monthly, you know, being in a, in a winery business, we, we, we kind of put it the word, we have a monthly wind down. Hmm. Uh, uh, it's a last, I believe it's the last Thursday of every month. And, uh, we, we, it starts at four o'clock, 4 PM. Everybody just stop working. And, um, uh, we, we get together and have some beverages, some snack. And then, uh, every, each, each month we'll have somebody, uh, a staff or member of the, the team, uh, give a presentation about anything that they like to do, you know, appropriate stuff. So, uh, most of them are like, they're talking about our vacations, talk about our hobbies, uh, you know, whatever subject in their culture, you know, we have some really good ones where uh, we have one of our staff uh, taught us um, uh, how to uh, speak um, uh, Arabic, you know, and he, he's he's uh, uh, from Jordan. And it, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so so we do that every month to bring people together in the lounge, you know, la- we have a lounge in our office where just sit on the sit around and, and chat and get to know each other even more because you know when you sit in your desk and the people sitting across the you know across the other side of the office you don't probably talk to them all day but so that's one thing we do our monthly one is always popular and then there's always somebody it's funny that i have never had a, a month where nobody's presenting there's always somebody either volunteer or or just being you know encouraged by their peers hey you should talk about your you know xyz um so that's a that's a monthly thing and uh, awesome. we you know we do some a little office stuff, right? You know, um, uh, you know that that wind down trends with many things in office. We'll do like Oktoberfest, or we'll do some. You know, we did an office Olympic the other day. You know, it's funny stuff where you push some, see who can roll the chair fastest or whatever. But you know, you know, have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of that really costs any money. I mean, right. maybe the wind down you're going to cover a little bit for yeah. wine and stuff. Yeah, but- some wine, some snack. That's no, not. It's not. I think it's you know what what made it actually a little bit. Unfortunately, you know, there's a pandemic and like, you know, there are, there are a few that will work from home that day. So we try to remote them in, 
but it's difficult because then they're just watching you having fun mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it's difficult to interact. So we're still, you know, trying to figure out the best to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Our recommendation when we work with companies who are trying to navigate this sort of hybrid environment is we recommend that you create <clears throat> core hours and then flexible hours. And like your core hours could be that everyone needs to be there on site for that wind down or that day of wind down. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just, I mean, obviously there's going to be exceptions. It's not going to have to ever be a hundred percent because there will yeah. always be things that come up, but you just highly encourage that so yeah. that people feel like, oh yeah, I can't really schedule that work from home day because it's the wind down day. Yeah. And we're going to be in office that day and it's going to be fun. We're going to yeah. connect and have some meetings and, yeah. and, you know, I mean, like that would be reasonable as a yeah. core hour, right. Yeah. Or a core day of the yeah. of the month yeah you know our, our core day is to thursday morning that's yeah. the only time i require everyone to be yeah. present in our team meetings and then like i said earlier once a month we come together and do a longer thing and everybody commits to it because it's so fun right. we have a great time together and yeah. we get to know each other and build community together yeah. so and, and they do but we have we have an uh, employee who permanent working remote like you know way out of state so yeah. that's what i meant you know yeah you can't be here so but yeah, oh, we, you know, it's, it's all right. It's, it's but 99% of the time is, you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And then in addition to all this, can you talk about how this has impacted some of your customers? I mean, when you have a great team that loves what they do, you know, talk about some of the awards you've even received just from recognition in the marketplace. Well, you know, one thing, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think about awards, you know, there, there, there are, you know, Every industry has its own award system, right? You know, in, in the, in the engineering business, we do too. And then I, I, I'm probably not going to say this right, but there's, you know, there are various sort of design awards we have received over the years. And those are based on sort of design merit. And one thing I actually, um, like the most is, uh, we, there's a, a local chapter of a, of an engineering organization that have design award every year, every year. And every year I submit a, project in that category has to do with um, pro bono work. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, we find one every year to, you know, whether it's giving back to the community or it's, 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 a, it's a nonprofit organization, we would, you know, we work uh, for them on some engineering project and then and we, we identify that as, as, as a good cost and then we do, uh, um, you know, pro bono. Oh. And, uh, and we got a few awards for doing that because they're just really important to the community. And the fact that we're supporting that and, and, uh, you know, especially for these, some of the nonprofit and, and, and those are great. And, and, and so I, I think going back to your question, you know, I always tell everybody here that people came to us, not because uh, of what we do, but because of who we are. Um, engineers are all over the place, but we are unique. And, uh, um, and we, we want to work with a client who has shared values and, you know, I have a lot of colleagues uh, outside of, you know, uh, we work with like architects and contractors. We, we have, you know, the theme is having fun. You got to have fun on a project. Um, if you're not having fun, I mean, you know, when I say fun, it's not just like the the the, the sort of the consumption of a funny, you know, stuff, but you got to enjoy it, you know, uh, 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 the work. And I think that translates. I mean, everybody, uh, all the team we work with, they, they all like what they do. And, um, I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes customers want to keep working with you and gives you a great, yeah. you know, reputation. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about what's happening then in 2024. I noticed that you have a fair number of positions open right now, which yeah. probably is a sign of growth, which is really exciting. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, recruiting has in, in, in you know, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure the same in a lot of professional service business that in, in recruiting has been just tough. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, job market is what it is. Um, difficult to find engineers. There's not enough of them around here. Uh, so we, we continue to recruit, you know, engineers from you know, any source we can, we can, we can find them. But uh, so recruiting is a, is a top topic this year. But I also, you know, we're actually having our offsite strategic planning meeting next week. Um, and the, one of the main topic will also be mental health. Uh, how do we, again, how do we introduce more fun to our workplace? And then really, um, you know, yes, there are definitely stressful times. There are deadlines to make, uh, uh, you know, project to get, you know, to, 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 to complete. But we, we got to be better at doing uh, that kind of, you know, planning to, to not um, sort of, you know, have people just burn out mm -hmm. uh, in the office. So that's that's really important for us. And and, um, and I think those are the two main things we, we're going to focus on this year. That's great. And so then with from a project's perspective, too, are you seeing the growth in, in the in the market as well and that there's still a high demand for the, the work that you? Uh, yes. Uh, I, as, as from what I can tell, yes, the demand for our services, yes, it continues to, to remain strong. Um, the, uh, you know, our growth, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, is it gets limited by our ability to uh, to recruit. Um, we have more project than we can handle. I, I have a project that I couldn't get to because I don't have enough people. So that's that's a good sign. I suppose you know a good problem to have, but yeah, at the same time is you know you gotta you know we don't want to disappoint any, any clients we have. But but um, I think if I have the right people in the right place, the growth will happen. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like is inhibiting the recruiting? Like I mean, there is a there is a shortage for sure, but with an environment like what you create, I would think that you have a list of people who want to come work for you. I, I would think so too. But um, yeah. I, I think one of the challenges, you know, I actually had this conversation with other peers in the area last year about this is that where we are in Sonoma County, you know, in, in Bay Area in general, it, you know, the cost of living is high. It's difficult to, to attract people from all the area when they see, you know, what a, what a medium price of houses in, in San Francisco or north of it, you know, um, and, you know, our business model is that such that, you know, the, the value of, of engineering services, there, there's a limit to that. There's only how much you can pay somebody to do the work before it become, you know, not, not a viable business. So we, we do try to, we do a, a salary survey every year or maybe every other year. We should do every year now <laughs> to, to make sure that we're competitive on that with our, with our pay, with our comp package. Uh, yeah, I think we have a great, benefit package. That's me saying it, but I, I think we do. We, in fact, I spoke to our, our benefit broker and they say, yeah, we have some of the best ones in the area. Um, but I think the cost of living has been a challenging in, in our particular area to a lot of business to attract talents from outside the area. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So the remote employees you have, like, what are, what are the roles that they're doing? Are they in the, on the engineering team? Yeah, they're, they're doing design work remotely and they wish they can. Uh, uh, you know, our, in our business, there, are, there is a need for being on site to look at the construction progress. So that needs to be a team effort. Uh, mm -hmm. Somebody has to do it uh, for, you know, for you when, when you're working remote. But there's certainly a role for that. So it's funny you mentioned that, you know, through the pandemic, even even after that, as many business leaders will say that there's, you know, 
the the need for coming back to the office, right? Especially in in our line of work where you creative work or design work, you, the team collaboration is really important. Is 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 much at least maybe I'm old school, but standing in front of a whiteboard and sketching out the engineering detail, it's much more satisfying than trying to do it on Zoom. Um, it may be more effective, but then again, I, I, you know, maybe that's not so true these days. But my point is that uh, we had a, res uh, you know, me and others in the office, we, we had a resist resisting this idea of having a full time remote because of how is that going to work out for us? I assume many of the business leaders we talked to share similar experiences. But given where we're at today in terms of available talents, we just have to adjust our thinking now. I, I we have come around to, to believe that well. To, to sustain the growth we want or to maintain the sort of uh, the, the, you know, this, to, to provide an opportunity for the, for the people here to grow, right? We, we may have to accept the fact and come up with ways to make this full-time remote working uh, a reality. I, mm -hmm. I, I, maybe a lot, a lot of companies already figure this out, but we, we are, you know, getting there. Yeah. Well, I think it, it is um, <clears throat> probably good to just stay really flexible with it because oh. I don't think there is a perfect answer, but I do think it's good to play with it and then do the math with it too. I mean, for us, when COVID hit, <clears throat> we eventually ended up just letting go of the office space, which we, we still use like a, we work type place. It's just mm -hmm. a local thing. But I mean, when I look at the, my line item for rent, it's now just kind of travel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, I mean, yeah, from yeah. a budgetary perspective, it was yeah. much cheaper to do you know, fly people in or have everybody come together once a quarter yeah. than it is to not have the staff. Yeah. So sometimes it's also a matter of kind of doing that, that math and that calculation, like what would it look like if you did have remote workers that you flew in once mm -hmm. or twice a month mm -hmm. versus not being able to grow? That's right. I, I, I'm seeing, I'm facing that challenge today. That's, a, mm -hmm. that's definitely the truth. Yeah. So. So, but, but there, and, and then there is the additional challenge of then figuring out how to integrate them into the culture, but yeah. I don't think it's an insurmountable obstacle. Right. You can do it. It just takes more time, energy, and focus than what you've probably been doing when everybody's yeah. just, you know, able to be there yeah. on the site. And I'm still learning, you know, I, I'm always have an open mind willing to, to, to learn new ideas, right? You know, I, I not having to been experienced, you know, been through this before, but like I said, you know, I'm starting to see that uh, the you know how to integrate more of a full-time remote, you know, staff. I I think it's doable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think it's great, and I hope it continues um, continues to support you and help you get that coveted award again next year for the for 2024 oh, for the best yeah. place to work. Yeah, yeah, that's our goal. That's our goal every year. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a very good lofty goal and probably also a great place to end our conversation today. Thank so Yi Yang, thank you so much for joining me today on how I turned the corner. You're welcome. Thank you, Kendra.